the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's the theme of... <laughs> oh, they're really pissed. The elites have unleashed the media hounds in defense of the Bank of Canada. Tiff Macklem, yeah, governor over there, darling of the country club set, feeling the heat a little bit because of criticisms by the likes of Pierre Poilievre. I mean, all of this really focuses the mind on what this fight is really all about. I mean, what what are these people really after? Why? I mean, on the face of it, the establishment, including the Bank of Canada, their mouthpiece media types, they were on the rampage uh, starting uh, Friday. They don't think you and me really have any business. Not only... You forget, like, the idea of making decisions of where the country is headed, you know, monetary policy, interest rates, important stuff like that. Stuff they know all about and you don't because you're just a serf. I mean, let me ask you this question. I mean, do you think that the Bank of Canada should be accountable to you and me? Uh, I can tell you they don't think so. And we certainly saw that on the weekend and continue to see it today. The elites think that power should be concentrated in the hands of the very few. The smart set, you know, the rich, the elites, the people way up there. You and me have no business making key decisions. We just don't understand. So they think that you should just shut the hell up. And by the way, that includes Pierre Poilievre. Yeah, in their view, just ask the Globe and Mail. I mean, look, let me ask you, what do you think the, the job of the Bank of Canada actually is? I want to get to that in a minute, but I just love this video of Justin Trudeau. I know there's a joke in here somewhere, like how many prime ministers does it take to raise a flag? So, yeah, he's in Ukraine. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau had some trouble raising the Canadian flag at the Canadian embassy. So these guys struggled with, with this thing. They had like a bunch of people helping them out. I mean, if this doesn't say everything about how incompetent, what an incompetent boob this guy is, I don't know what does. Couldn't even get the flag up. Oh, just, you know, so here they are, they're winding it up. Oh yeah, here it is. Watch it, listen for it. And... Oh, man. Ah, oh, somebody helped Justin. It's no fair. It's a technical thing. Anyway, I digress. Look, the elites just don't like having their sacred cow, the Bank of Canada, attacked and questioned the way Paul Yev is doing. Tef Macklem admitted to repeatedly missing inflation targets. He admitted to screwing up, but that failure, well, we can't call him out on it even though that failure allowed prices to go up faster than he predicted, including for real estate. We had one of the Bank of Canada's uh, defenders, Tasha Carradine, come out and say, the Bank of Canada did not inflate real estate by 50%. And she was responding to Pierre Poilievre, who, to his credit, is not letting up. He came out and tweeted this, more proof we need to take control of money from politicians and bankers and give it to the people. Now, this is the sort of thing that will drive these people crazy. Former central banker, Dodge, 
should be embarrassed that he said nothing as the Bank of Canada became Trudeau's ATM, inflating real estate by 50% and consumer prices to a 30-year high. While all these so-called experts said that Canada would have deflation, well, deflation, of course, is prices going down. I correctly predicted two years ago that Trudeau's money-printing deficits would cause inflation. David Dodge says he's offended. Good. You know who also is offended? The single mom who can't afford food. The worker who can't afford to fill his gas tank. Yet record prices now for oil, for, for fuel. And the 32-year-old uh, living in his mom's basement because the government inflated the cost of living to generational highs. The establishment doesn't want to be held accountable for the misery they caused our working class. Too bad. Get used to it. I'm just getting started. This is the kind of thing that is going to make these people crazy. Interesting. Uh, there was a video posted here. All right. This is Tiff Macklem saying interest rates are very low. This is going back to 2020. Okay. Now, to, to his credit, he did admit later on that he basically uh, blew it when it came to predicting how fast and how far inflation was going to go. But let's go back. Let's jump into the Wayback Machine, July 15th, 2020. This is Tiff Macklem. All right, Tiff. You know what? I, I got to do this uh, Thurston Howell the Third imitation. I got to get it right. It's not right yet. I'm working on it. Let's listen to Tiff. Our message to Canadians is that interest rates are very low yeah. and they're going to be there for a long time. Uh -huh. uh, we recognize that Canadians, Canadian businesses are facing an unusual amount of uncertainty. Uh -huh. And so we have been unusually clear about the future path for interest rates. If you've got a mortgage uh, or if you're considering to make a major purchase or you're a business and you're considering making an investment, you can be confident that interest rates will be low for a long time. Except now they have to go up. So the question is, did TIFF fail to respond to the type of pressures that were already evident back then, prices going up? When prices go up, well, your job is to make sure that the money continues to buy stuff. I mean, again, what do you think the Bank of Canada's job is? What do you think their role is? Well, you, you can go on their website and you can find out exactly what their job is, what they are paid to do. Essentially, they're paid to maintain the integrity of money, to make sure that your cash continues to have value so you can buy stuff. Well, what's inflation? I mean, inflation is losing control of the value of money, right? That's runaway inflation, essentially. But the elites have brought out uh, people like Dave Dodge, former Bank of Canada governor, who appeared on CTV's Question Period, and he's not too thrilled with what's going on. Let's listen. Pierre Polyevre says the bank is financially illiterate. It's been so bad. Well, that's bullshit. Oh. To be blunt. That's blunt. Really? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. The you're bank understands. You're insulted by that. Yes, I'm very insulted by that. And why? And why? <laughs> why? Because they, they understand what's going on. They made... A judgment call. Oh, which oh here we I go. Here we go. Was it? 
100% right. Right. And, and Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They made a judgment call that was 100% right? Uh, even Tiff Macklem doesn't agree with that. A judgment call, right. which I think was 100% right, <laughs> right. And, and would have been uh, claimed by people like Polyev to be absolutely crazy in the spring of 21, uh, in the spring of 20. But it was that judgment call uh -huh. in the spring of 20 that saved us from a real depression coming out oh, of the yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you see, what? even Macklem says he screwed up because his inflation targets were so far off. But Dave Dodge has come to the rescue here. The point being, the establishment is trying its best to run interference for the Bank of Canada. They don't like to see it attacked. I mentioned Tasha saying, well, the Bank of Canada did not inflate real estate by 50%. No, but it did miss those inflation targets. And guess what? By missing those inflation targets, that failure basically precipitated the price hikes that we saw on all items, including housing. The idea that somehow Macklin was 100% right, <laughs> Dave Dodge is 100% wrong. Clearly, there are huge problems here including credibility problems, which at that this is where the apologist-in-chief over at the Globe and Mail comes in handy because uh, he came out on the weekend and says, oh, wait a minute. You know, yeah, you could criticize the Bank of Canada if you want, but, you know, not just anybody gets to criticize the Bank of Canada. No, we'll decide how. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. It's not exactly what he did. I'm going to quote him. All right, here he is. here's what he says. He says, to undermine the bank's credibility at this of all moments, then is the height of recklessness. It can do no good and may do much harm. Mr. Polyev compounds the fault, compounds the fault by pretending that by baselessly questioning the bank's independence, he is in fact defending it. The point of sicking the auditor general on it, he said in a statement, after his press conference on the bank's doorstep was to restore the bank's independence. Well, I think uh, when you look at some of the decisions that were made, I mean, you can certainly question whether or not those were politically motivated heading into the election that took place last year, fall of last year. I mean, the last thing you want uh, to happen here is to start raising rates say, in the spring or the summer of 2021, because then, whoa, what a shock that would be. People thinking, hey, what's going on here? I thought everything was fine. Now, all of a sudden, you're starting to raise rates. So what happened? Well, they kept the lid on those, on those rates. They kept them low. And somehow, even as prices were climbing faster than they should have, even as Tiff Macklem was clearly wrong on how fast prices were rising, interest rates stayed low. Though the question is, did they stay low too long in order to deal with inflation? Well, I dare say that the question is probably yes. And you have to ask yourself, well, why was that? Why, why, why were interest rates kept artificially low throughout that period, even as prices were going up? Could it have been a case of politics? Could it have been a case where, no, we can't raise rates now. 
because that will shock the Canadian people into thinking that something is wrong here, that the economy is going down the wrong track, that our money isn't buying what it used to. And so they kind of kept people quiet by keeping rates low. I think you can make that case. But it's not for us to question. I mean, not according to the elites, right? Because the Bank of Canada is a sacred cow. It's beyond reproach. No matter how incompetent, no matter how arrogant, no matter how politicized it has become, when you go after the Bank of Canada publicly, like Pierre Paul Yev has done, well, you've kicked the hornet's nest, and that demands a response from people like Dave Dodge, from the bought-off chimps who are certainly going to give these people a platform in which to use to, to kick uh, Pierre Paul Yev in the butt. So the bought-off media, the corporate media, now coming to the defense of the Bank of Canada, proving once again their role is to be a mouthpiece for the establishment. They're not there to look after our interests. They're certainly not there to question the establishment. No, their job now is to run interference for the establishment and to shut you up, because that's basically what uh, what the apologist-in-chief was saying. You know, you can criticize the Bank of Canada but it matters as to how you're going to do it and who is going to do it. In other, in other words, what? That they're going to be able to decide how you're going to criticize the Bank of Canada and who gets to do it? Why? Since when? Is the Bank of Canada accountable to us, the, the folks? Well, they don't seem to think so. They think your job is to shut the hell up. The idea that a politician is going to run around questioning the, the policies, the monetary policies of the Bank of Canada... And so they go after Polyev. But let's not forget, it was Macklem himself who said he was wrong. Bank of Canada, this go back, going back to April the 25th, Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem acknowledged missing repeated inflation targets and warned higher rates, interest rates, may risk driving the economy back into recession. We got some things wrong, Macklem told the Commons Finance Committee. Did we get everything right? No. Gee, Dave Dodge seems to disagree with you there, Tiff. We have been surprised in particular by the persistent and pervasiveness of the supply constraints. Inflation now is too high. Well, the question is, who the hell should bear the responsibility for that? Who has to be accountable for that? Well, I would suggest that the decision makers should be held accountable for those mistakes. If you and I screw up, guess what? We pay the price somewhere down the road, sometimes immediately. But somehow the Bank of Canada screwing up, well, that's different. That's, that's the establishment. You know, it's not the time to question the Bank of Canada. Really? Oh, you, you, I'm sure you'll let us know when that time comes, eh, Andy? Yeah, you'll let us know. Yeah, just, and, and from here on in, I guess what? Uh, anytime Pierre Polyev has some issues with the Bank of Canada that he wants to raise, he should, what, have those criticisms vetted by, what, the Bank of Canada itself? Or maybe the Globe and Mail editorial board. Yeah, just you know, run it, run it past them to see if it's okay. Pierre needs to go after these people. He knows that people are upset. It was interesting, even reading this criticism by Tasha. She says um, the Bank of Canada did not inflate. She says. Okay, then she goes on to say, uh, stop acting like Trump with your alternative facts. Stop stoking class warfare. You're dragging this party into the gutter. Stop. Enough. That's what they're worried about. They're worried about stoking class warfare. They want to keep the people asleep. 
so that the Bank of Canada can do what it does unencumbered with criticisms by the like of by the likes of Pierre Polyev or anybody else for that matter. 